This episode of Purpose Meets Profit is brought to you by Founders, the learning ecosystem for entrepreneurs by entrepreneurs. I'm Gerard Adams. And I'm Logan Cohen, and you're listening to episode four of the Purpose Meets Profit podcast. Purpose Meets Profit is a podcast series that documents the true lives of entrepreneurs who want to drive revenue and make an impact. We tackle topics from starting a business to the emotional tolls and hardships to fundraising to conquering critical milestones to the failures to successful exits. Let's build together. Welcome. We are broadcasting from a place where purpose literally meets profit. We are at Founders Headquarters in Newark, New Jersey, where we are a social enterprise working with the community, teaching over 200 students entrepreneurship, financial literacy, emotional intelligence, all while building our global online learning platform for entrepreneurs. We're excited. Yes, we are so excited. And this show started out to document the entrepreneurial process. But not only that, we want to highlight the massive opportunity there, that there is out there. And that's to achieve some kind of social and societal impact while building a sustainable business. Hence, purpose meets profit. All right. So if you haven't been listening to the past few episodes, which I'm be pretty upset, Logan, if they haven't, but real talk, if you haven't, I'm Gerard Adams. I am an entrepreneur, you know, real entrepreneur. I like to say that because there's so many entrepreneurs out there in the world. Mm-hmm. Uh, I'm a philanthropist. I really genuinely care about making impact, educating the youth and mentoring through the principles of entrepreneurship. Hence why I started Founders. I'm an angel investor who's invested into, she's I don't even know, maybe more than, more than a dozen different angel investments, some that have failed, some that have been really great investments like my co-host here and uh you know i'm excited i I really really love this podcast logan yes so do i it's kind of like you know when you have an idea for a business and you're like wait why doesn't this exist there's such a great market opportunity out there um well i'm logan cohen i'm a co-founder and co-ceo of could do when it comes to this podcast it was like man there's such a market opportunity to discuss how purpose and profit meets and different entrepreneurs with societal impact that's not a non-profit but driving revenue and that's what Kudzu does. We're a for-profit that's unapologetically, and I say unapologetically for-profit, but a strong mission of helping kids throughout their educational journeys. So with this episode, let's go through the rundown real quick. We're going to talk about what we're going through uh, when it comes to focus and discipline. We hear that way too often, especially in entrepreneurship, but we'll talk about the importance of them. Also, how do we stay focused and stay innovative at the same time? Uh, We then share our real experiences. And when I say real, we we keep it real, Uh, the highs and the lows. And when we had to readjust our focuses, so there were some humbling moments there. Uh, Then one of my favorites, the Fast Five Lightning Round. Gerard and I go back and forth to questions that we came up with with our team or questions from you. And we have to answer them quickly. So wish us luck there. Uh, And the Ask Me Anything. Guys, please contact us. This is all about engaging. We started this program so that we could hear from you so that we could build together so please hashtag purpose meets profit with any questions that you have or you can call us yes we have a voice mailbox because we just roll like that Uh, the number is 862-367-6000 
862-367-6893. Again, 862-367-6893. And last but not least is the get ish ish <laughs> done segment where we recap takeaways from each episode and we kind of just show you how to apply those principles and make sure that you're getting shit done. Yes, let's dive right in. The importance of focus. So as we discuss words like focus and discipline, you probably see them splattered all over memes. They're so commonly used that we almost forget the meanings behind them. And more importantly, how we can apply them in everyday life. So Gerard, I would ask you, how important is discipline and focus to entrepreneurs? I mean, come on, let's keep it real. If you're an entrepreneur out there, most likely you have some sort of ADD or ADHD. <laughs> real talk, like you most likely, you know, you know what it is? It's like, a, it's a gift and a curse, right? Entrepreneurs are entrepreneurs because we see the invincible, right? It's part of being an entrepreneur. You have to be somewhat of a visionary. You have to want to create something out of nothing and believe in the unimaginable. And I think that's what's so awesome about being an entrepreneur. But I think what's detrimental is the fact that at some point you need to learn that in order for you to become successful at entrepreneurship, you need to be laser focused and figure out what do you want to go all in on? Because there's so many times and myself included, I've met with entrepreneurs and they come to me and they're like, well, I have this idea and that idea and this idea and that idea. Or maybe they have a business and they're like, well, we can, we can generate revenue this way and that way and this way and that way. And they have all these different things. And I think it's awesome to think big. Um, it's really important, but the only way that you are genuinely going to be a really successful entrepreneur that makes purpose and really makes profit is if you learn how to really understand how to stay focused, um, and discipline, you know, and it's one of the hardest things to do. It yeah. took me a long time to figure this out, uh, Logan. Um, even to this day, there's times where I catch myself and I'm like, okay, I need to refocus. Like, I really am getting, you know, I'm getting pulled in different directions or sometimes I go through being overwhelmed and anxiety. I don't know about yeah. you, Logan, if you go through that. But um, it's it's definitely one of the, the key characteristics and principles that you need to learn how to master within yourself if you want to make it and if you want to see that idea really come to fruition and, and genuinely make impact in the world. So we'll get into how we do that. But Logan, um, how do you keep focused? How do you stay innovative? Yeah, it's often we're either focused heads down and it's great like to have that tunnel vision as an entrepreneur, but it can be detrimental if you just get in this monotonous like not let any outside voices in because you have to stay innovative to be an entrepreneur. You have to stay up to date, but still have that time management skill of like, no, I'm getting X, Y, and Z done today. So some great advice that I get, got was focus is a good thing, but keep in mind that whatever you choose to focus on in your mind expands. So what you're focusing on, you have that choice. You have that power. I'm going to focus on my executables for today because these milestones matter. Or if I focus on, oh, I really bombed that pitch yesterday, then that's just going to expand. And then my lunch pitch, am I, is that going to affect that versus like being productive? So focus is important, but maintain the choice of what you're focusing on. Because if you're just going to expand that in your mind, it's going to dictate the rest of your day. Yeah, well said. I got to admit, like, it's so easy to, when you're an entrepreneur, to get caught up being busy. Like, mm -hmm. 
don't 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 uh, mix up the two of like, oh, focused and being busy. Like just because you're busy and you feel at the end of the day, like, oh, I wish that there were more hours in the day. Like I'm getting so much shit done. You know, like that you're like, you're focused. You got tunnel vision. Like don't be posting on your Insta story, like tunnel vision and all that because you're busy taking meetings all day. That does not mean that you're focused. That does not mean that you have tunnel vision. How, you you know, being focused is like really keeping your eye on the prize. Like what is the actual result that you're trying to get at? And what are the little small things, executables, to-dos, goals, milestones that you need to hit yes. every day, which most likely is the most boring work, the most tedious work, the <laughs> yep. most work that you do not want to do that is going to allow you to get to that outcome. And just, I want to make sure to be clear that it, it's definitely separate the two from like being busy and just being focused. Um, there's a, there's a big difference there because I've seen some of the most productive focused peoples in the world that manage their time so well yeah. that you know, that they're actually not that busy. They, they know what they need to get done. They, yes. they focus. They have this very goal, their set goals. They have a vision. They know what they need to do. They execute on that. And then they have a little beautiful life with their families or with their friends or their hobby or whatever that may be. So don't, don't, don't confuse busy with being focused. Don't uh, confuse busy with being focused. If I could put that on a t-shirt, I would. It's like every time someone says, I'm so busy, I'm so busy, almost like it's a bragging right. And I just look at them like being busy is a result of poor time management. Mm. There's someone busier out there that's fitting in the workout, that's fitting in the family time, like you said. Like, I'm quickly humbled when it's like, oh, I don't have time for this. I'm not that important. You know, there are people doing life-changing things that are not considered busy. So take a check in the mirror and get your shit together. I love that. And the hustle is so real. Like, it's so important. But, man... Being, you can get really, really unfocused, and, and and next thing you know, you just lose track of time. You're just like, what did I, what did I really accomplish? Yeah, and when's the last time you saw or heard one of your mentors complain or state how busy they were? Mm -hmm. And if they did, I think you need to reevaluate your mentors. I've never heard Warren Buffett say, oh, I've been so busy. You know, like <laughs> yeah. he's just busy being a boss. <laughs> yeah, word. <laughs> you know, it's funny. One of my old assistants, Logan, mm -hmm. used to tell some people that I worked with, they would be like, they want to get a meeting with me. And she used to say to them, I'm really sorry, Gerard's just really busy right now, but I will make sure to get on the books. And I actually told her, please do not tell people that I'm too busy. It is a matter of priority. Yeah. And I have a goal and I'm focused on making that goal come to fruition. And when I do, of course, it's not that they're, they're any less important. It's just that it, you can easily... If you, you can easily defer to, and start getting pulled in many different directions. And I'm going to go into, um, and I know, Logan, I'm, I'm interested in yours too, but like some key things that I do to make sure that you can stay focused, stay disciplined, and stay innovative. Yes, definitely. So with that, let's get into those personal experiences. And uh, Gerard, you're honestly one of the most disciplined people that I know. And I just want to ask, like, how do you maintain your focus and, and just execute when life throws you curveballs? So first of all, like, you know, it, it there's, I, I love when people like try to say like, how do you balance life? So, you know, how do you balance life as an entrepreneur? Cause I really do believe that it, 
you're never going to really find the perfect balance. Like you're honestly always going to get hit with curveballs. I think that's part of being an entrepreneur. It's like adapting to the marketplace, yeah. you know, understanding that the good comes with the bad, the ups and downs and all of those things. Um, but for me, when it happens, you know, there's a few different things. Like first and foremost, I've learned that one of my core principles in life is to take care of myself because if I don't take care of myself, I can't help anyone else. So I'm, one of the biggest things for me to stay focused is like every morning I got to pray. Mm-hmm. I have to meditate. And, I, you know, to some people that's praying, some people that's like sitting down and actually meditating, to some people that's exercising, yeah. you know. And sometimes I do, I do all three. But like if I'm going to stay focused, I need to do one of those three or all three of those things every single day day it is something that is absolutely um a hundred percent like part of me being a person that can execute because it allows me to really think through and like it it focuses on my center and i stay very centered that way so now when i hit a curveball or now when i go throughout that day and something happens and something crazy happens no matter what like i breathe and i'm like okay well i know right now i'll get to that but let me not get anxiety about that thing right now i can't solve that issue right now let me stay focused on what i need to get done to right now what's in front of me what i had planned in order for me to and then and that I, that will come i will deal with that i will get to that i will delegate that and mm-hmm. get that done so um for me first and foremost it's like meditation prayer exercise taking care of myself the next thing is is um i think the way that i do it is main really understanding how to manage the incoming because what happens is is that like the reason why you lose focus so much particularly for me right is there's so much inbound so if you don't have a process to manage your inbound you're going to be extremely ineffective at staying focused and executing on what you need to be doing outbound so inbound right text messages notifications Mm -hmm. emails phone calls meetings that pop up social in the media when you're like working yeah. on something and an email comes through it's like how do you maintain your focus 100 percent. so first of all one thing that i do is i i always in the morning i'll check my emails but i have a set plan of when i'm going to check my emails i don't allow throughout the day for me to get caught up checking inbound things yes so i would suggest to you time management, like set a set time, meditate in the morning, do what you gotta do, then check your emails. Nothing else, check your emails, give yourself a half hour, go through them, um, see if there's anything like crazy like inbound. But for the rest of your day, do not do that. Because if you get caught looking at the top of your inbox constantly, you're gonna just be constantly put into like what's coming in next. So one thing I do is like to keep your inbox clean, after you check the inbound in the morning, I check my email one more time, towards the end of the day mm-hmm. and I go and I actually go backwards. So what 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 were the emails that I haven't got to from the pat from like the last emails that I haven't gotten through? Yeah. So that could be like 2 weeks, 3 weeks and start working my way back up so I'm not constantly constantly doing new emails coming in. I'm making sure that I'm also like going from the bottom up yeah. and have set times for that. Um so that's like one key thing that I do to stay focused also uh and and just if you can also manage your time, not just with emails, but with your social media and like when you're checking your phone for text messages, meetings, it really comes down to like 
setting time management, giving yourself time for those things. Other than that, put the phone away. Mm -hmm. Get away from the computer. Go and meet with your team. Maybe take some time to write. Take some time to strategize on the whiteboard. Take some time to actually like go and manage with your team and stuff. You know, um, so those are a couple of few things for me on how yeah. I do it. Rationing that phone usage and making sure that your scheduling is really important too because I think you're setting precedence. If you keep refreshing your inbox and you have that response time of a couple minutes to each email, they're going to get used to that response time. So when you take a couple weeks the next time, it's going to be inconsistent and they're probably going to take it personally. 100%. So Logan, I'm curious. You're right about like what we choose to focus on expands, but how do you control your choice of focus? Yeah, I think that you really just have to be conscious of it. And it almost goes back to referring to our self-doubt episode, that you need to check yourself. Uh, you need to stop making excuses as to why you're focusing on the negative. There's almost like a Unfortunately, in society, there's a sense of pride. You know when you like get up with your friends and they complain about something or like, oh my God, my boss sucks or my boyfriend is nagging me or whatever it might be. But if you show up and you're like, I have the best boss in the world or I am so proud of my boyfriend, they're like, ugh, she's bragging. It's like you need to curate that in your mind that it's okay to be proud of something or to focus on something. Or if it's a bad thing, if something's nagging you, address it. How much did you fabricate? Was it that bad? Did you bomb it that bad? If you did, what did you learn? So when it comes to just what you're focusing on and how it expands, make sure that one, it's not fabricated because you could be your own worst enemy. Uh, sometimes if I think I bombed a pitch, then I watch the tape. I'm like, oh, okay, no, no, that was a solid like B minus. I mm -hmm. thought it failed. Uh, so just make sure that you acknowledge it. Don't try to suppress it because it's just going to be your overriding mood, but then address it and learn from it. So with that being said, we have that fast five lightning round. You ready for this? Yeah. I'm the thunder. You're the lightning. <laughs> That's true. Like I'm the silent one. Yeah. Okay. Uh, we, <laughs> we quickly ask each other. Uh, five. Silent but deadly. <laughs> Anyways, the uh, last five uh, questions, but we have to answer them quickly and we only have 60 seconds. So let's do this thing. Gerard, an indicator that you need to refocus. Easy. I'm overwhelmed, distracted, anxiety kicks in. I know that I'm like losing focus. Yeah, my, my productivity is down. All right, Logan, number two, time management or wing it? Ideally, time management. Wing it. What? No, it's, honestly, it's a balance of both. True. Uh, it's a good day when you have the time to... Meditate. Home cook meal and take my dog to puppy park. I like that. Yeah. Call. Do you call out others' lack of focus, or do you stay in your own lane? Call it out. I love doing that. Uh, agreed. I just have to check myself. I have to make sure I'm focused if I'm going to call them out. Uh, best way to get back on track? Really get clear on your vision. Look at your goals. Make sure that you actually have a plan and that you're sticking to it. I take five minutes to do a dreaded task. Nice. 55 seconds. Woo! You got that. All right. Sweet. Um, right before we get into the Ask Me Anything, I just want to dive in a little bit because it might be unclear. The best way to get back on track, it was actually a co-founder from Instagram. I think it was Kevin who said, if you're dreading a task, just promise to do it for five minutes. 
so it's like if I have to redo the deck, I don't usually dread that because I'm kind of a nerd. But if there's something I wasn't looking forward to, just do it for five minutes. And the probability of you actually completing it because you're already in it, uh, it's a little productivity hack. So. Mm, I would agree. That's definitely, yeah. that's so true. It's like anything. It's like when you, you're like afraid to like get started with something. And yeah. you're like, oh, you know how many times that's happened to me in writing emails, like as a writer? Yeah, I'm sure. Like my computer crashes or like mail, like constant, uh, I used to use eye contact, it would crash. And like uh. this whole big email I wrote, I would be so like upset. Yeah. Now it's like, like a, it's ca- now it's like a caption or something. <laughs> <laughs> Life is so tough. So the ask me anything section, we're really excited because guys, this is again where we can engage with you. Gerard and I are still learning. We're sharing our learning experiences. This is a community. So please hashtag purpose meets profit with your questions, or you can call 862 367-6893 to get featured if you leave a voicemail. So first, the question is for you, Gerard. It's from Raymond from Baltimore. And he asked, how do you make sure that tunnel vision focus isn't detrimental and you stay open to constructive criticism, a.k.a. block out the haters, but be open to other views? Word. Um, <laughs> first of all, you're, you need haters. Like That means you're doing something right. So let's just make that, let's just get that clear. Yeah, yeah, pretty much. <laughs> well, I, I want to say that, like, let's, I, I, again, I don't want to, these are two different issues, right? Like, there's nothing wrong with being tunnel vision focused, mm-hmm. like having that tunnel vision. Like, I love that, you know, you're just absolutely, completely committed and just possessed with the dream. I yes. absolutely love that. It should never be detrimental. But being open to constructive criticism is a completely different thing. I don't think it relies on like just being, I'm so focused, I can't take constructive criticism. Yeah. That's an ego thing. And I think to become a great leader, which I know we're getting into in our next episode, really, really ties into like you need to consistently, like if you want to be a great leader, you have to realize that, you know, you are a student. You're not just a teacher. You are a student at this game. You have to be open to, to people's opinions. And that's that's how you get creative ideas. So, um, you know, at the end of the day, I, I just believe that you taking the right people's criticism, ideas, uh, what I like to ha- say to my team is enhancements. Like mm-hmm. you don't want to just, you know, you want people that want to add to your vision, give you ideas because they're looking to enhance what you're doing. That's that's the difference between Definitely. like someone who's just trying to give you an opinion because they never followed on followed their dreams. They are like doubters and their fear and whatever's happening in their, in their own insecurity they're trying to put on you. Those are the people you want to black out of your life because you can tell they're giving you they're giving you their idea, their opinion, their criticism from a place that stems internally within themselves because they're 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 hating right like yes. they're just like well i haven't done this so you can't either like yeah. yo you shouldn't are you sure you want to do this like i don't how are you gonna make money how are you gonna become a business how are you gonna do this hey you, you know that's that's the type of hate and criticism that you want to steer away from those are the type of people that you need to be like you know get out of my way like yes. you're, you're, you're either you're in my way get out of my way but just making sure that you if you find the right people these are the people that you can tell have the same values as you the same standards as you they're they're focused on growth for themselves for you those are people you respect you need to be a student you need to ask for those ideas get that creativity because a lot of times you know um you can be so bogged down like inside focused 
that like that does happen where you forget to think outside the box like I, I, a lot of times for me like i'm so all in that yeah. i'll like take a step out and I, maybe i'll travel for a speaking engagement and leave the office and i'm like oh my god like wow like now I'm, I'm, I'm like, my mind expands. I start getting creative. I start hearing other people, what they think of founders, like from watching it from the outside in London. And I'm like, oh, okay, cool. And they give me ideas. So, you know, I, I hope that gives you some context, Raymond, from Baltimore. Keep that tunnel vision. Block out the real haters, but you need them because that means you're doing something right. But, you know, look, always stay a student. That's what leadership's about, making sure that you embrace people that want to enhance and add value to your growth. Yeah, your example of enhancement versus the people who are just self-conscious really sticks out to me because it's hard to decipher sometimes because people who are self-conscious could be some of the people closest to you. Mm -hmm. So if you just think about the examples, the people that are enhancing would be like the coach and the self-conscious people are like the guys in the stands telling LeBron to jump higher while he's eating a hot dog. Yeah. Like he's just not out there, not putting in the work, but just screaming. Yep, so. yep, exactly. So Logan, Alana from Jersey yay, yay, <laughs> wants to know, how do, you stay how do you stay disciplined with such a busy schedule? Ooh, well, thanks, Alana. I think that we covered this briefly before because the keyword busy is just killing me, you know? So there's someone out there busier than you. Uh, I First, I applied that when I was, training for my marathon when I'm like, I'm not going to run today. I worked all day. And it's like someone busier than me is running right now. I have no excuse. So this is the same kind of thing. How do I stay disciplined? Sounds kind of dorky, but I live on my Google calendar, uh, kind of like what Gerard said, not only events, not only phone calls, I allocate time to check my emails. I know it sounds like a lot, but actually the night before I plan my day, sometimes it changes because life happens, but I allocate time like down to like walk the dog, <laughs> go to the gym, and then don't, uh, actually I have like a meal prep too. So make sure, try it out, and then you'll be astonished by how much like productivity you can get done, and also what a time suck it was when you weren't planning. So that's a little hack. Uh, before it. we get into the get ish done, I just wanted to give a quick shout out, if I could. Yeah, we're finally getting a lot of inbounds coming in, I hear. Yes, uh, I was so pleasantly surprised over at Montclair State University yesterday. Two of our listeners, Christina and Isaac, drove all the way from Queens and gave a shout out to Purpose Meets Profit. They are the co-founders of the Vertsy app. So thank you guys for coming. It was so nice to connect with you and thanks for listening. Keep in touch with us. And if you have questions, remember, hashtag Purpose Meets Profit. We'll be on Instagram. Make, to, make sure to follow us, Purpose Meets Profit, on Instagram. And if you would like to just call in, you can call us or leave a voicemail with your questions also at 862-367-6893. So it is now... I think my favorite part of this uh, of our of our podcast, the get it done. done. So as you all know, we love to engage with you guys, but we want to make sure you get something out of this. So we have fun just talking back and forth and going through the experiences. But what can you leave with? What can you apply today to know that we added some value in your life? Yeah, really know that we are giving you all these experiences and feedback, and this is all from us learning, but you can take all of this content in and listen to all of this, but it will literally mean nothing. You will be sitting there nodding your head like, yep, I know that, mm -hmm. unless you actually start to take it and implement it into your own life. And, it, it, and everybody is different, so just take those nuggets. Know that there is no perfect secret or strategy. It's about understanding how to find that 
focus, that discipline, that confidence in yourself to start testing things out in your life and trying to master yourself in your own way. And, and that's what this, this last part is about. We're going to give you some of those closing tips, but make sure to start implementing these things into your own life. Yes. So from this episode, we'll start with Gerard's point about centering yourself. You want to define how to focus to be a stronger you. So it starts within, right? Yes. The next one is manage the incoming. You get a process to manage the inbound. You can set a time to check the inbound. And there was a tool you used, right? Yeah, there's a tool. I didn't mention this earlier, but uh, for those still listening, download Boomerang. It gives you the opportunity within your emails to... But you can you can literally pause emails from coming into your inbox. So you can set it up so that like from this time, from let's say you know from 10 a.m. to wow. 1 p.m., I don't want to have any inbound emails. That doesn't mean you won't lose them. It'll actually go into a, like a pending situation, and then when it after after that time frame when it ends, all of the new inbounds will come in. But that stops all of your your phone from alerting you, your laptop from alerting you, and you can just stay focused at the stuff that you nice. need to the, the ish that you really need to get done. What also Boomerang allows you to do is schedule emails. So you mm-hmm. you literally can just if an email comes in and you wanna you want to for instance like you can't get to it right now. So Logan emails me, I can't get to it right now, but I know it's important. I can actually schedule that email to come back into my inbox tonight when I know I'm going to check my emails at 8 p.m. tonight, I can schedule that your email comes back in again brand new at 8 p.m. so that I respond to it. So um, it's a great tool, Boomerang, guys. I love Gerard's perspective because he's getting the pitch, so he's scheduling on when to get it. I've used Boomerang to pitch people, so I'm like, I know they're not going to check it now, but the best like sales conversions happen at 7 a.m., believe it or not, because it's Mm. before the day hits them. Mm. So I used to set my alarm, get up at 6.30, send all of them out, and then Boomerang, i do it all the night before. Sweet. There you go. Little hack. And then lastly, uh, curate your choice of focus. As we said, what you choose to focus on expands in your mind. Uh, You are your own worst enemy or your best advocate. So choose wisely. If you want to be focused and you want to have that discipline, it really starts with having a clear vision as to what is it that you really want What is it that you truly, truly want? Going into the new year, I want you to really think about this answer. What is your vision? What do you really want going into the end of this year? How do you want to close out 2017? What do you want for yourself in 2018? What do you want for your business? You know, and and get clear on that goal. You know, and when you do that, you know, how many people do you want to impact? How much money do you really want the business to make? You know, and you know, how do you want the company to grow? And just get clear, get really, really clear on that vision, lay it all out, and then reverse engineer it, you know, all the way down to like a quarterly basis, a monthly basis, down to a daily basis. And that way every day you're just getting closer and closer and closer. You know what you need to focus on on a micro level in order for you to get to macro. So just wanted to end it with that. Yes. Thank you, Jared. All of the sentence echoes there. Yep. Well, that brings this episode of Purpose Meets Profit to a close. Focus and discipline. All right. Uh, It's your boy, Gerard Adams. (laughs) And Logan. Until next week when we get into leadership. Peace, y'all. Bye.